In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Friends, it's a privilege to be with you this morning. I'm very grateful to Canon Jair for the invitation. We've heard in the Gospel the sobering words, Not everyone that saith to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father, who is in heaven, he shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. These words strike at the complacency which is so common among Christians today. The temptation to regard our salvation as automatic and guaranteed is widespread, almost to the point of being unrecognizable as a temptation. Perhaps we know Protestant Christians who believe that salvation can never be lost. Once saved, always saved, they say. But alas, our our salvation is not automatic. And it is not assured. Not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. And not everyone who sets out on the journey of faith will arrive at faith's goal and prize. Recognition of that truth can lead us swiftly to a second sort of temptation. We may believe that while many others out there are in peril, we good Catholics are surely secure. After all, we go to Mass every Sunday. We fast every Friday. We pray the rosary every day of the week. But friends, the spiritual pride which seeks assurance of our salvation in our pious works is no less dangerous than the naive presumption about which we've just been speaking. We can't save ourselves, and our good works avail nothing without charity and divine grace. It is wrong to be laxist Pelagians, as so many of our contemporaries are. It's also wrong to be rigorist Pelagians, as we may at times be tempted to be. So what then is the way forward? Not presumption, not despair, not pride, but humble obedience to and abandonment to the will of God. It is he who chooses whom he will save. It is he who apportions every grace. It is he who infuses charity and sanctity into the hearts of men and so enables us to merit heavenly bliss. The will of God is not that we seize heaven for ourselves but that we receive it as a gift. That doesn't mean mere passivity. 
But it does require a constant recommitment to the fact that it is God and not we ourselves in the driver's seat of our lives. No one lived this humility and obedience and receptivity better than Our Lady. She can teach us what it means to have hearts entirely open to the Lord's grace and entirely conformed to his will. And she can obtain for us the grace not merely to say, Lord, Lord, but to do the Lord's will meritoriously. If you don't already, perhaps now is the time to begin wearing the brown scapular of Our Lady of Mount Carmel as a physical, tangible reminder of Our Lady's closeness to you, her maternal love for you, her intercession for you, that you may be a true Christian, not merely in your external observances, but also in your inward humility, charity, and obedience. May Our Lady intercede for us all, for you and for me. May she obtain for us a share in that same grace which she possessed so superabundantly, the grace of receiving everything we are and everything we have from the Lord, who alone can save and sanctify. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.